0: I really want our girls to have a very broad view of the world and the opportunity to do whatever they want to do.
1: Welcome to this episode of the Hashtag Proud to be podcast. Today, we'd like to welcome Dr. Kimberly Johnson, who is the District Coordinator for Female Leadership Academy. We'll be discussing the importance of female leadership program in our school district and the impact that this program has had on its participating students. Thank you for joining us today, Dr. Johnson. Thank you so much for having me. So I'd love to start by getting an idea of the foundation and the vision behind the Female Leadership Academy here in LBUSD. What would you say is the primary benefit of having FLA chapters on high school campuses?
0: Well, let me give you a little background. Years ago, um, our assistant superintendent of high school decided that we needed a group for our girls. We wanted to make sure that our girls were empowered and had the ability to, to speak up and express themselves. So we started out very small we had about 10 girls per high school site. So at six of our high schools, we had 10 girls. And uh, we have since grown since then. And we have elementary, middle, and high school female leadership academies. And so all together, we have um, close to 800 girls that are participating. And so our girls are able to... um, Get together um, participate in community service activities interface with various community organizations mm-hmm. they uh, are able to have career uh, exploration opportunities and internship opportunities so it's been a wonderful opportunity for our girls um, from elementary all the way to high school
1: definitely and It's surprising to hear that it extends so far, you know, even as to young kids and all the way to high school age. That's very impressive. I'd love to get an idea of your personal connection to the Female Leadership Academy. Aside from just being, you know, the district coordinator, what personal attachments do you really have to this organization? And also, did you have FLA on your high school campus?
0: No, I did not have FLA at my high school campus, although it would have been extremely beneficial (laughs) Um, to have that opportunity to interface with not only uh, my peers in high school, but also adult women to uh, serve as models. So my personal connection is I, um, when I was originally approached uh, back in 2013, I believe, to be the coordinator, I was at Wilson High School. And so that's where we kind of started our group. And um, one of the things that um, really connects me to our group is that I really listen and uh, to my coordinators, because we have coordinators, um, which are coordinators slash teachers at mm-hmm. all of our sites that actually provide the direct um, exposure and instruction for our girls. And I really listen to what they tell our girls and how they empower our girls. And very recently, recently, just as a personal, um, thing I think about, um, I started running and so I was never, ever, ever a runner. (laughs) And so while I'm running, I really reflect on what kinds of things we, we tell our girls to empower them and to really give them, um, a platform to kind of understand and believe that they can do anything. So as I'm running, I go okay. Let me think about what, what we tell our girls. I can do it. I can do it. So that's really personally how I have benefited by uh, my leadership in Female Liter- uh, Leadership Academy. Um, just changing my entire um, my entire thought process and ability myself on you know venturing into. Uh, And that's just one example, um, venturing into, you know, the exercise realm.
1: Right. And, you know, expressing the impact that even thinking about what they're doing in the schools has had on you, it reflects clearly on the impact that these girls would have in high school, you know, as they're younger, more impressionable. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned, you know, you didn't have this club on your campus. How do you think that would have changed you in high school or, you know, even your development?
0: Well, one of the things that I'm very passionate about for our girls is exposing them to math and science.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: for me, I shied away in high school from anything math related. And um, I think had I had something like Female Leadership Academy on my campus in high school, I might have um, been a little more comfortable with mm-hmm. researching and looking toward different career opportunities. I love what I do, but the way that I kind of fell into it was, you know, I'm in college. I'm like, okay, what doesn't, what, what doesn't involve math? You know, those Mm -hmm. kinds of things, what doesn't involve science? So I really want our girls to have a very broad view of the world and, um, the opportunity to do whatever they want to do. And, eliminate a lot of the roadblocks that traditionally, uh, we as women, as older women have experienced in our lives.
1: Right. Yeah. I can definitely see that, you know, being in high school right now, Mm -hmm. I see some people gravitating toward, you know, they might already know what they want to do, but a lot of them don't, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the big majority don't. And it's so helpful to have even just a support system of other people around you, like telling you, yes, you can do that. And I definitely see what you're saying, you know, about just having that, like, reinforcement as such a young age when, you know, you're making, like, these important decisions. And moving on, you know, also along the same lines, noticeably, you know, Female Leadership Academy is catered toward high school-age girls. And obviously, it's very um, focal on empowering them and, you know, creating equality. Um, How would you say that existence of that just a female-centered organization, just having that awareness on campus impacts the culture of a high school.
0: I think um, in this day and age, um, you know, there are a lot of social societal issues going on. And I think in our schools, a lot of students are really looking at our females Mm -hmm. to lead and to have a voice and to speak up. I mean, just from a global perspective, you know, we have our first um, female vice president. So I think we are right on time with the development of programs such as these so that our students, our girls, are um, really involved in uh, of the political processes. Um, obviously, in school, right. they're involved in uh, in the creation of different clubs and causes, um, I know one of my schools—they they created their own women's march, so um, just around school on the campus. So um, many of our students are looking to our girls as leaders now. I think more so than ever.
1: Yes, and. You kind of touched on this already, mentioning, you know, the current female vice president. But how far do you see, you know, the impacts of this extending? What effect do you think this has on not only the gender relationship in schools, but, you know, in the workplace? And obviously, at its core, female leadership teaches young women to respect themselves, believe in
0: themselves. But how do you think that fabricates outside of just being in the club? Well, um one of the things that i know i had mentioned that we have um a continuum of uh clubs and classes across our our district but one of the things that our girls do they pay it, pay it forward and it provides a lot of mentoring opportunities for our girls so our high school girls are mentoring our middle school girls and our middle school girls are mentoring our elementary girls so i think it just provides a positive pipeline from, um, being very small children all the way up to high school students and, in and, and beyond. And, um, because we are still very in touch with a lot of our girls that have, um, since the creation of female leadership Academy have graduated mm-hmm. and they often come back. So, um, it's it's really um, creating a, a large community of support for our students. Definitely. And,
1: you know, based on my personal experience, I'm in the chapter at Milliken. And just like you were saying, creating this community of girls that not only do I feel like we will take our just lessons from the time we were in it into our you know future lives or future careers but i've seen a lot of the people decide to give back like they feel so strongly about you know this organization is so great to have in high schools and a lot of them have come back and talked to us mm-hmm. and given us advice about their careers and that's really important for us to see and i've really appreciated that aspect and so you know drawing on my knowledge from my specific chapter obviously while FLA is very focused on academics and that educational aspect i can also see the strong undertones of social justice, there's mental health, advocacy, and, you know, community service. At Milliken specifically, we've had discussions about, you know, our students' mental health, our current events, really anything that members would bring up that was important to them. But aside from amplifying, you know, just their academic potential, how have you seen this involvement impact the students overall and their well-roundedness?
0: Basically, I have noticed our students' Really reaching into our community um, based on what they've learned and um, really focusing and having a community focus on their lives. Um, For instance, um, we have a partnership with the Ronald McDonald House and each month our girls go in to, um, and obviously this is prior to COVID, (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, they go in to Ronald McDonald House and they cook. For the families, and they spend their Saturday um, cooking, and they plan this full-out meal. And in addition to cooking and providing an opportunity for, you know, our families that have um, children that are in um, the hospital for lengthy illnesses, our girls are able to work on their or practice their communication skills right. and their in and in empathy f- with the families because they're going through a lot. So you know, it's it's not only a, a you know a cooking. They sit down, they talk to the families. You know, they're able to sit there and mentor with you know if they have small children that are there and just really provide support and comfort for our families. So that's one of the the examples of what our girls are doing as as being a part of Female Leadership Academy. They're able to kind of look outside of themselves and really um, connect with our community in various aspects.
1: Right. And drawing back to what you had said about, you know, the community itself within Mm -hmm. the club, I think not only these amazing opportunities to go and demonstrate community service or learn about STEM and things like that, having this community of girls itself teaches you to be kind to other people. And, you know, having just all these other girls in a room that, you know, they have similar goals. They want to, they want to go far. They want to empower each other. They want to feel loved. It creates such a nice opening environment that just teaches you to be that way throughout the rest of your life. And it's so great to have even just the presence of the club can create this new mindset yes. on campus.
0: Yes. Especially in the, in the age of social media, mm-hmm. because a lot of it is, you know, posting on Instagram and look at me, look what I'm doing, look what I'm wearing. Our girls are looking beyond those things and really reaching back and working toward um, supporting and encouraging um, their community around them.
1: Definitely. And from what you said about having it even at such a young age, I think, you know, implementing those values, just the basis of FLA will at such a young level when they're so young will have such a huge impact by the time they even reach high school. You know, they will have this mindset will have stayed with them forever and that can make a huge difference on you know what they take into their careers the world and how women learn to treat each other with respect no matter what Absolutely. it's just been ingrained in them and so aside from you know club meetings and things like that i know that um female leadership academy has hosted very impressive activities you know you mentioned the ronald mcdonald uh volunteer opportunity and i know from having a speaker come in and talk to us at milliken that we've been in contact with the sukasa women's shelter and things like that. Um, what other significant activities, you know, have led have been led by FLA in Long Beach that you'd like to recognize?
0: Um, and I mentioned earlier, we've been able to sustain several partnerships with the various communities. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sorry, organizations and community organizations. Um, we have uh, partnerships with the Harbor Area of the Links, and they come in obviously before covid <laughs> yes <laughs> and they would come in and um had a series of career workshops for our students on um various careers in medicine various careers in law and even during covid um we did a lot of things virtually with um with these organizations and then also um i think our one of the things that i was most proud of is when um, we put together a mental health symposium at Long Beach City College. And one of the things about that that was just so awesome, we had girls that had graduated from our Long Beach schools that were in female leadership academy they have since graduated from college mm-hmm. and so they are now in their careers so they talked a lot about we had a, a panel and we they talked a lot about their challenges and their struggles mm-hmm. in college in their careers. And they gave a very frank discussion about some of the challenges of being women and and growing up and going through the college and career process and what they're going through even today. So our girls were able to see our former, our alumni at various stages in their lives. And they were able to ask them questions and kind of figure out, oh, you know, so they were able to see, wow, this person was, was where I am. And this is what they went through. Well, they've overcome this. I, so can I. Right. And then we also introduced a lot of our girls to yoga and meditation and just different ways and strategies on how to manage stress, because in in some of our communities, mental health is thought of as, you know, taboo. You don't talk about mm-hmm. it. You just, you know, you just move on and get over it. But this was an opportunity for our girls to understand that at various points in your life, you go through struggles. And our alumni were there to just kind of walk them through different things and share with them with various um, challenges that they had gone through in their life.
1: Definitely. And From what you had mentioned about your own high school experience, having, you know, not necessarily had that reinforcement about your career path. And I can certainly understand the tendency to say, oh, maybe I should go into teaching because that's a lot or (laughs) be, you know, along those sectors of work because that's what you just have been naturally grown up with. But Mm -hmm. from what you've been talking about, about those career workshops, you can see the growth that's already happened from implementing FLA, you know. Aside from just STEM and aside from, you know, what you said about the harbor and all these people coming in from these different areas, it, it really shows the impact that it's already had and that I'm sure will be increasing in the future, you know, helping these girls go into every possible sector. So having focused on, you know, our current students, our activities, I'd like to shift our topic to the future more of. And we've kind of already done this, t- touched on it a little bit. But how can you see this organization and those similar to this having an impact on, you know, the future generation of women? What do you think the current FLA members will take with them most into their colleges and careers?
0: I think they will take their experiences, and I should say the experiences of our alumni girls mm-hmm. that they have been able to connect with and. Um, be mentees with. Um, one of the things that um, we also do is when we have our, cause we, our girls see so many colleges and um, universities mm-hmm. and I'm sure <laughs> you know. Um, and so what we do, we connect our girls with the girls, I should say young ladies, that have graduated from our programs to provide that mentorship. Um, and again, kind of like what we did with our um, mental health symposium, but they walk them through Mm -hmm. um, their experiences on the campus. And I think that really is going to take our girls a long way because I believe in the near peer model for mentoring. And and, and you probably can understand this because you're in high school. Our girls are more inclined to listen to someone that's closer to their age. Right. And so those little nuggets that our students, our our young ladies that have graduated, are able to impart on our girls, our high school girls, our middle school girls, and our elementary school girls, I think is going to take them a long way.
1: Definitely. And having, like you mentioned, those people, the alumni come back, those are people that a lot of the current members would still know. And so having a friend come back or someone you've witnessed grow up, come back. It makes it more real. And so that's something that I just like to even further emphasize that it's so helpful because hearing about, oh, you can, you can do great things. You can go into whatever. It's great to even just hear that, but to see it happening from the older girls in front of you is really, really important to developing self-worth and developing, you know, actually imagining yourself in that position in the future. Yes. And even on a broader scale than, you know, our alumni in our schools, how do you see the effects of um, these organizations extending into, you know, workplace equality and like we had mentioned earlier, you know, women in government, administrative positions, things like that?
0: Um, I think um, because we do have those interactions with um, our outside organizations, that provides our girls with an opportunity to work in those organizations. Right. And so they're making those connections. Like, for instance, um, we had um, for a number of years prior to COVID, we um, had a partnership with um, the Young Women's Empowerment Committee, which is run by um, Congressman Lowenthal. And so what, um, what in that particular vein, people were pulled together from our different communities, all women our different organizations in our community in long beach specifically and a lot of our girls were able to get internships as a as a result of being a part of that Mm. organize that uh event wow
1: yeah and that you know that even further emphasizes what we had just been talking about that seeing this stuff happen and then it happening to you it just becomes exponential Mm -hmm. over these generations and it it you know, shows us how important it is to keep this going, to keep this yes. alive in our in our district. You yes. know, we've seen just such positive impacts already. So as we close, um, is there anything else you'd like to retouch on or share that I haven't asked you? Are there any
0: things that you see happening in the future of FLA in our district? Um, I think more opportunities for our students. Um, we just started this year out of our high school office. Uh, which is where Female Leadership Academy um, lives now, Mm -hmm. Um, we have what's called a Student Success Initiative. And so our Female Leadership Academy is a part of that success initiative. And so I am now um, also in charge of Male Academy in high school. So I think that is going to make our Female Leadership Academy even stronger because now we can impart a lot of those same ideals and um, interactions with our young men. Right. Definitely.
1: (laughs) Um, Well, that wraps up the questions that I've prepared for you. It's been such a pleasure talking to you today, Dr. Johnson, and thank you again for coming in.
0: Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much for joining us. This has been another episode of the hashtag proud to be LBUSD podcast series. To check out other episodes, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel at lbschools.net slash
0: YouTube, or listen wherever you access podcasts. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, all at Long BeachUSD. We'll see you next time.